Welcome to I Am, I Have, brought to you by Happiful Magazine and Counselling Directory. This is a really special episode as we're joined by our wonderful columnist, Grace Victory. Grace brings so much vulnerability, rawness and honesty to this conversation, as she always does. She shares the difficulty with feeling fragmented after the past two years, how therapy can be a lot, the moment she's looking forward to and her current views on spirituality. Before you hear from Grace, we'd love to invite you to find out more about our very own Happiful magazine, our listener offers and the latest news from our guests. Head over to happiful.com forward slash I am I have for more. Now, back to Grace. I hope you enjoy listening to this podcast. And if you do, please spread the word. I am over the moon that we are joined by our very own Grace Victory today. Welcome, Grace. It's so lovely to see your face. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, of course, you have been our columnist now for years. Um, And the last time I spoke to you was actually when you had just been announced as our columnist. And and so much has happened since then. Yes. When was that? You know, I think that was at the end of 2019. Yeah, I think so. A long time ago. Yeah, I remember it really distinctly. I remember where we were and Mm. all the chat. But for anyone who's listening or watching and they haven't heard from you before, can you introduce yourself in your own words? Yes. I am Grace Victory. I am a blogger or content creator, um, mother, survivor, author, and I basically have spent the last 11 years, 12 years on the internet. So I'm an OG YouTuber. And then as the years have gone on, I've kind of changed platforms and done books, etc., and TV shows. So my career has taken me down, you know, different paths. But yeah, I've been in the game a long time. You have, and there's been lots of changes. And you mentioned YouTube and you're now doing the familyhood, which we'll get on to later on, which is is fantastic. And one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you today, Grace, was about what's happening with you and the future and in no way to diminish what you've been through over the last 18 months. You wrote a beautiful article for us about the girl who lived for Happiful. So people can go across and they can read that or they can come to your channel. But really, I wanted you to have the opportunity to talk about how things are for you today. How are you doing? So I always find when I come onto the Happyful podcast, you always catch me on a day where I'm not the greatest. I think there's a theme in that. I don't know why it's maybe a podcast for Happyful is my safe space. I don't know. But I'm good, but going through it. I'm not going to lie. So I obviously, for those that don't know, I caught COVID whilst pregnant with my beautiful baby boy, Cyprus, and ended up in a coma for three months. I had to learn to walk again, to talk, to eat. It was a whole thing. And that was in December 2020. And then in April 2021 is when I started therapy again. Obviously, I was too ill before and I couldn't speak. So as soon as I was able to, I called my therapist, like, I am in crisis, I need you. So I've been having sessions again, twice a week. I've been therapy for years, um, but we've got to a point where there's just so much to talk about and work through. And not even about 
um, being ill or catching COVID. It's more about my identity now that I'm a mum, now that I've gone through this massive trauma and my friendships have changed, my spirituality has changed, my beliefs have changed, my perspectives have changed. And I think before all of this happened, I really believed I was quite a fluid person, but actually I was quite rigid with my beliefs. So this massive trauma basically just shat on all that I thought I knew. So now I'm having sort of like a fragmented outlook on life and I feel really displaced um, within my soul. And it's a really hard place to be when you've still got to be a mum, still got to work, still got to carry on. It sometimes feels like when you're breaking, you just don't have the time to be broken. So like I'm fine, I'm managing, I'm coping, I'm not in crisis, but there's a lot of stuff brewing under the surface, basically. That's a lot. And like you said, you know, before we started the podcast today, you said Cyprus, when he wakes up, he's he's on, he's, you know, and he's beautiful, but he's on. So you don't have that time and space to kind of process that on your own, I guess. And, And that's that's a lot. Are you finding that the therapy is supporting you? I mean, one of the things about therapy I don't know about you, but it is kind of like you dredge it all up, don't you? And then the rest of the week, you kind of process it and you go back into therapy. And that's exactly how it feels for me. And I think a lot of people that maybe have CBT therapy or therapy that doesn't really go into your trauma and sort of touches the surface, it makes them feel better. They love therapy. They go in, they learn, they're empowered. But when you have trauma therapy, you don't feel better. And that's one thing that I I want people to realise is that sometimes therapy isn't empowering, it's not inspiring. You don't leave feeling better. You sometimes leave feeling worse and like the plaster has been ripped off the wound. Um, and that's where I'm at. I feel like I'm really naked and vulnerable whilst still trying to be a really good mum and, and show up for myself and look after myself. And finding that balance can be really, really, really tough. I don't know how single parents do it. Like my mum raised me and my sister. Um, and it's just hard. It's so hard. And being a parent is so beautiful and and magical. But I think I'd be lying if I said that it was easy or every day was incredible. Because sometimes you do just have to get through that day and just survive. But I know that with time and like compassion and and patience things do get easier but it's a lot I think just adjusting to motherhood but also adjusting to kind of what I've been through and like my childhood you know everyone's got their stuff um my stuff just feels really big at the moment of course it will feel really big and I I can't tell you how much I can imagine that people will be listening to this when you talk about motherhood and saying I feel that way too and not having the experience that you've had and also coming into motherhood in the way that you did. So it's understandable that it, it feels so big for you now and you need that time and yeah. space to process it. And also becoming a mother, I would imagine, changes your relationship to your own thoughts about motherhood or your own childhood, because suddenly you're in the position of mothering. So you have yeah. 
other thoughts about you must shift your mind must shift in that way yeah I I just think being there's all these different strands isn't there of being a human being being a woman being self-employed being plus size being mixed race being a mum being a survivor there's all these different hats that we wear and that I wear um and I'm still learning how to navigate those hats and integrate them into like one person no one teaches you this stuff no one tells you how to do that even therapy you know it's just the process of going through each session and I just I just hope one day I wake up and I'm like I'm there because it, it it's a lot it's, it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot and but the one thing about me is that I don't give up very easily and I'm quite determined and I know that good things can come from terrible things and even just the last year has proven that to me that you can literally go through hell and back and survive it and thrive off of that so I'm just I'm just swimming along you know I'm just wading through sometimes I feel like I'm drowning other times I am like a dolphin through the water um but today is a particular day where I've had therapy and I feel raw I, I was thinking of before this podcast like do I want to pretend or do I want to just give the the performance side of grace and the survivor side or do I just want to be honest about the reality of some of my days and I decided to just be honest thank you grace you're welcome (laughs) no I really mean it and I feel like whenever we meet, we have lovely conversations. And one thing that I really appreciate about you is, is how raw you are and how real you are and how honest you are and mm. how much you share, you know, and, and that is both, that's a positive for, for me in this conversation, but I can imagine as someone who does a lot of content creation as well, that can be tough for you to to share. And you must want to sometimes kind of go into a bit of a cocoon you know, yeah. you said to me that you're going on holiday next week, which I'm so thrilled for you. But are you are you able to take back more time now and more, perhaps not time after what we've spoken about, but are you putting in different boundaries? Yeah. So I think I've become a lot better at sharing just enough and sharing in an appropriate way. So, for example, this podcast um, and Happy Full magazine is the space that I share a lot of my big, deep stuff. I don't know why it feels safer to do it that way, but I just do. Um, And a lot of my articles are things that I mention on social media, but not in great detail. Um, And I've definitely noticed that I feel more centered when I share just enough online um, because there's definitely a misconception that you have to share your trauma every day and, you know, have this story to be worthy of the success that you get or the money that you get. And, you know, going through COVID and my coma and stuff, I realized that actually um, I can just share what I want to share and the joy and the lightheartedness and of course like there is substance and there's a place for that and I'm really passionate about taboo subjects and speaking about things that actually matter but at the same time like the internet isn't my friend like I tell my friends the things that need to be said and 
my family and my therapist and you know my team now are incredible and they help manage you know my online conversations and what I will say and won't say and there's some things I just won't talk about such as um Cyprus's NICU stay you know I mentioned like my coma and my hospital admission but um he was in there for like two or three weeks but I don't go into detail about that because it's not my story to say it's his when he's older mm. um I just want to protect him as much as possible so that part of the journey and that part of our story is very much like under locks and that's how I want to keep it. And um, I think I'm good at, you know, sharing pieces of our lives, you know, my partner and Cypress's that keeps people interested, but doesn't overstep anyone's boundaries. I'm quite proud of myself for that because there was a, there, there comes a time when you've been doing what I've been doing for so long, where you do want to retreat and even like days where I just feel like shit I won't go online I won't post I won't share because I have to protect myself and my my own well-being and I preach so much about like boundaries and protecting your peace and all that kind of stuff you know it'd be really odd if I didn't do any of that but it's always also a learning journey still I'm still still learning about my own boundaries and the perimeters that I've set up for myself and others and no one's been through what you've been through before. You know, going back to, you know, you started, you were talking about being an OG on YouTube. Yeah. You know, you, you've you've kind of come all the way from the beginning. No one's done what you've done before and no one's been through your personal experience, but also generally, you know, the world experienced COVID for the first time. So you are still finding your way plus motherhood, plus all of those things. So it's absolutely right that you are putting in those boundaries and I salute you for it because it, it must be so tough. Everyone's been so invested in yeah. you. It must be so tough, but you're, you know, you're doing an amazing job and you share just a little bit of your life with Lee and Cypress on, on the familyhood, which is beautiful. Does that bring you joy? Thank you. It does. <clears throat> and I, you know, we kind of post sporadically. There's no set routine. And that's intentional because I hate the feeling of having to force something to happen. Um, Instagram, Twitter come naturally to me. I can post, I tweet, um, I'm on the go, it's easy. YouTube is more curated in terms of having to film, edit, upload. It takes a while and I haven't got the time or the brain space. So we don't post as often as I think we probably should. But at the same time, I'm kind of honouring the time frame that we have, the lifestyle that we lead. And the content is so authentic. It's just not, you know, three times a week, which for me is just way too much. And, you know, we share Cypress's like meal times and us going on little staycations and like little fun things that we do as a family. I'm quite... Um, strict on not sharing Cyprus crying or um, having a meltdown or I don't know him in the bath etc there's just certain things that I won't share and I feel happy with that decision and intentional was a word that you used a moment ago and it's yeah. something I've noticed has come up in a lot of your writing for yeah. us and generally that that idea of being intentional about things whether it's around Cyprus's mealtime and putting on music yeah. so it's relaxed or whether it's about you switching off and taking self-care time and yeah. really doing that and being intentional. And you also talked about spirituality at the beginning and, and faith. Are you able to make time to explore that for yourself? Because whenever we've talked, it's always been something that's been in the conversation. Yeah. yeah. So I remember seeing a quote at the end of last year. 
and it said be where your feet are I took that with me as in like be present and like if you're with your baby be with your baby if you're working work if you're in the bath be in the bath so I try and kind of implement that every day it doesn't always go to plan (laughs) but I do try because you're human yeah um and spiritually oh my god spiritually I describe where I'm at as I'm in spiritual warfare because I feel like I it's not that I don't have time because I do have time to you know be with myself to meditate I make sure that I always have my evenings free so when Cyprus is in bed I have two or three hours where I can do what I want but there's something stopping me from connecting to my spiritual self I think it's because of what's happened kind of this fragmented identity issues that I'm experiencing a whole heap of problems and and issues are coming up so spiritually I am very confused and I don't think people talk about this enough where you've already had your awakening you're already already on your path you know you're filling up your cup you're connected you're grounded you're at one with nature I've been I've done that I've been there and now nothing feels like it's serving me you know during my coma I had really really intense dark traumatic dreams but there was um a part of my dream where I saw a spiritual figure and to me he was godlike and he said you can't die I'm gonna fill you with my energy and my green light and you're gonna go back so I woke up knowing that there are things out there you can't explain unless you've experienced it for yourself. You know, I, I died and came back. All these things that happened to me were miraculous. I'm told time and time again, I'm a miracle. But now that I'm actually in the world and I'm living and I'm recovered and I'm trying to find who I am again, it's not as simple as you're a miracle and these things exist and you know there's these dimensions and there's your spiritual um guides and your ancestors it's not as simple as that you've got to really believe it for yourself and in your soul and for me I'm still figuring that out now I don't know what I believe in anymore I believe in God and I believe in a higher power and you know love and you know manifestation energy all that kind of stuff I I believe in all of it still but I don't know how to practice and have rituals that are for me the new means now and it will come eventually you know Um, I'm hoping when I go on holiday and I'm in water I'm gonna feel something even if it's like rage and sadness but I just want to be able to like connect because when you go through a really big thing like I went through you do feel angry and you feel like you are full of resentment and you don't want to be connected to other people because you're so displaced from who you are. Um, so I think the next part of my journey will be connecting again to you know nature, to, to whatever I think you know will serve me best. Sounds like you've got a real yearning to go and be in water and just have some kind of yes, moment. Tell us about that. Tell tell me why it's important for you to go and I mean, you've, you've just talked about having that that kind of feeling, allowing yourself to have that feeling. But is is there something specifically about water that's drawing you right now? Yeah. So I've always loved water and been a water baby. And I love being on the beach and there's something about the beach being so vast and so big that makes you feel so small and I love it but when I was in hospital I visualized 
walking hand in hand with my partner and with Cyprus into the water. And that was the one thing I would think about to get me through like that next hour, the next day, the next month. And it kept me going. Um, and it's been so long, I think for everyone to go away and see the world. And um, I think when you're in water, you, I feel like I physically feel my my energy like melt away and the water just carries you. And oh my goodness, I, I can't wait. And like the sun on my skin. Yeah, I think I might cry. I think I might actually walk into the sea and cry because yeah, it's just a beautiful place, isn't it, to be? It is. And you know what? That sounds like the perfect, the perfect thing to do. And it's going to be a moment for you and a moment that you deserve Yeah. as well after all of this. And I have so many questions to ask you, but I'm going to finish today's podcast because actually that is such a beautiful thought of you going to the beach. And I know you and I are going to have loads more opportunities to talk. Yes loads more time in the future from Happiful we wanted to have a check-in with you and speak to you and see how you're doing and share that with all your readers and before we go is there anything you would like to say? I think today and doing this podcast when I just feel so raw is like just reminding me of the power of vulnerability and that like as humans you're not happy all the time you're not always 100% and that's okay. You haven't got to run and hide every time you feel exposed or you feel naked. So I just think it's a really beautiful point to make that is actually powerful to not have your shit together all the time. I agree. Grace Victory, we love you very much. Have a wonderful Thank holiday. You. Thank you. Thank you for listening to I Am, I Have. Don't forget to head over to happiful.com forward slash I Am, I Have to find out more. You can also download our free app, which provides information about mental health and wellbeing professionals, as well as peer support groups in your local area. And if you're in need of immediate help, please call Samaritans on 116-123 or email joe at samaritans.org 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Help is available. This podcast has been produced and hosted by me, Lucy Donahue for Happiful. We hope you'll listen again soon.